0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: This AceCast Cast Download is brought to you by LinkSoul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. Pitch hit high in the air, left center field, on the way. Guriel giving chase, and we have seen a tie game. Laureano on a 97 mile hour fastball
2: sends it over the wall to tie the game at three.
3: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. The A's fall 2-0 to zero to the Rockies couldn't quite get the sweep but do take the series welcome back to the A's clubhouse show here on A's cast and the A's radio network Jessica Kleinschmidt and Cody Elias here hey Cody thanks for joining us today
4: I'm glad to be back Jess thanks for having me
3: yeah along with your mustache unfortunately Chris Townsend will also be joining us later on in the show we'll take it back out to Coors Field with the great Ken Korak hi Ken that works for me. All right. So, Ken, <laughs> that's all right. Well, let's actually – I'll take it with you, Cody. You wanted to ask about Luis Medina. It's been really interesting to see what he's been doing this season. Of course, getting the call-up after Mason Miller lands on the IL. Was building off of some of his previous outings, took a step back, and I think from what I've seen today, definitely figuring some things out for Medina.
4: Yes. Yeah all right well let's go to ken then can we we heard ken korak is now back from course
5: yes we're back thank you sorry about that
3: that's okay ken but we were just going to talk about what your thoughts were on luis medina today it's been interesting to see how he's been across the season taking a step back building off of some of his previous outings but all in all a good outing by him
5: you know i think with medina he's pitched better in the big leagues than he has in the minor leagues and it's, that's a rare thing, right? He came up in the Yankees organization and then with the A's and only 13 and a third innings this year in AAA. Walked 15. It didn't walk anybody today. He has great stuff. I thought he was really good. You go through five and a third, you give up two runs. And I know the Rockies have been struggling offensively, but still that's a pretty good outing at Coors Field on a warm day. You know, it was. A, we should mention that too. It was up in the 90s today. It's not that easy at altitude. Uh, so I, I think that uh, the is really have something with Medina. And just building upon what he's been doing recently, his last six starts, his ERA was 2.84. So, no, I think Medina's been been just fine.
3: Definitely. And, you know, today may not have been the bats we've seen over the course of the series, but certainly plenty to take away from the guys and what they were able to do at the plate as a whole. Tell me a little bit about what you observe over the course of the series, not necessarily just taking advantage of cores, but really looks like the guys are figuring some stuff out with the bats.
5: Yeah, and today they got a lot of soft stuff from the Rockies, whether that was a coincidence or it was just because that was who they had out there to pitch or if it was by design, but after the IS just hammered the ball in the first two games, they saw a lot of changeups today. And the Rockies played a good defensive game. And uh, that might have been a big difference for them because they scuffled defensively, especially in the first game of the series on Friday, Jess. And you look around, there's some stars on the, uh, the scorecard. Brett Rooker easily could have had three hits today. So, um, but, you know, the Rockies outpitched the A's today. It happens. But I think you know, overall, uh, the A's offense has, has picked up. And, of course, they had the two great games. But the runs from the all-star break until now, the A's team batting average over what is now like two and a half weeks is about it, as well as they've done this year.
4: Ken, yeah, it seems like over the last few seasons, the ace have found a reliever that no one really expected to do much. Last year was Domingo Acevedo, you know, guys like Ryan Cook, Ryan Dahl. This year, Angel Felipe, I know it's a small sample size, 10 innings pitch, but he only's only allowed two earned runs, has an ERA at 1.80. Have the ace found their next great young reliever uh, this season?
5: I think he needs better command, Commander. He walked two when he came in in the eighth inning but got out of it. He's funky. He's tough to hit man he has a very funky action big tall kid and he, he throws hard so I think he's certainly worth taking a long look at uh, I'm not ready to annoy him as the next great athletics reliever commander but I think he's he really has a chance and it's an arm that you're not going to give up on at all and he did a nice job after the two walks to get the these out of the inning and keep the game within reason and you know down by two going to the ninth inning.
3: Definitely. All right, Ken, have a good rest of your afternoon and enjoy the, are you traveling with the team to LA?
5: We are flying to LA tonight.
3: Great. We'll have uh, a good trip. You as well. Okay, you guys. That was was Ken Korak coming up on the A's Clubhouse show. We go over the A's loss to the Rockies and just a lot more because I have a bunch of stuff I want to pick the brain of Cody about. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse show.
1: This is Ace Clubhouse.
3: Sure is welcome back to the Ace Clubhouse show here on Ace Cast and the Ace Radio Network. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Jess Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias and Cody, you know, Ken mentioned it before the show or in the in the pre Taping, I guess it's the intro is that what we're calling it whatever you want to call it but you and I talked about it before he pressed record Brett Rooker as n fuego he's been hot at the plate of course we can always use a course field boost but it feels like after coming off of the all star break obviously he had a really great all star game to kind of, you know, set the precedence there. It's good to see him becoming the Brent Rooker that we knew he was, especially dealing with some sickness, some tummy issues. Really good to see him figuring things out at the plate again.
4: Yeah, I know he has one hit today. His batting average is now up to 248, which is good because it started dropping into the 230s. You know, coming into today, he's was hitting 269, so he had the extra hit. His batting average is going to tick up a little bit. Uh, he hit that ball to, to, to the, right, the left field wall that Nolan Jones caught at the wall that could have tied the game. It looked it was a great swing he had off of Daniel Bard. And, I thought Daniel Bard, you know, he was effectively wild, as you want to say, and for a guy that was out of the league for a while, and he's a great story coming back from anxiety and everything he's dealt with. But Rooker's bats look good. And, you know, after two games where you have 20, what was it, 27 hits and 19 runs, you only get five hits today, against Ty Block. Ty Block, who started nine games since 2019, I thought that this would be a game where the A's would score at least five runs. I, I was wrong on that one. But it was – Going back to the offense and Brent Rooker's bat, and then it's nice to see Tyler Soderstrom with another hit because everyone was starting to worry is you know, his, he lost at the plate, he was one for three today, batting average is at 211, two hits last night. I'm happy to see some of the guys coming through, like the young guys, like Soderstrom. I know Zach Galoff was 0 for 4, three strikeouts today, but got to keep playing these guys. But, yeah, Brent Rooker's bat is someone that you need to get going, even if he is a guy that could get traded at the deadline. I haven't seen anything yet. I've been looking at Twitter all day long waiting to see when trades are going to happen. We saw multiple trades happen already today, but yeah, Brent Rooker getting going is a good thing for the A's offense uh, heading into August.
3: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And you know, a lot of these guys are going to Rooker for advice. And I've noticed, you know, with the Tony Kemp scenario, when these guys are struggling, they still have to root for their teammates. And hopefully these guys can figure some stuff out. And that's got to be difficult if you're struggling yourself, but you have to help out another guy, when the things that you think you're supposed to know aren't working for you at the plate. And now that's working for, for them as well. And of course, Tony's finally, um, showing up at the plate with the guy that we're used to seeing as well. Give us a call. 833-625-2278. Robert in Portland, you want to talk about friend of the program, Lance. Yeah, Lance
7: Lynn. Uh, he's now a Dodger, which is comical because, uh, you know, he's always had great success against the A's, but now he's going to be facing a bunch of young guys who he doesn't know. And I think uh, other than God's and Urias, that's their opportunity to get a win against the hated Dodgers. What do you think?
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I watched Lance Lynn all the time and, and it was kind of funny when, you deal with these trade, these trades at the trade deadline. And I remember talking to him saying, Oh, at least the A's don't have to face Lance Lynn. And I spoke too soon. Cause obviously these things come, and I don't know where they're at in the rotation um, with the Dodgers. They have, I don't think they've announced it quite yet. Cause of course yeah, he's, pitching. He, he he's
7: pitching. He is pitching. against
3: pitching.
7: First game.
3: First against game Wallace, so that's great that's great no and I think it'll be great for him and obviously Lance Lynn is a veteran and the Chicago White Sox were not what he anticipated them to be he was looking forward to adding to a rotation that was filled with promise and I was too I was really excited to see what the Chicago White Sox were going to do this season didn't pan out but I feel like for him he's just going to continue doing what he needs to do he's a veteran he's a professional he's been on many teams before he's been a part of a lot of these transactions he knows what he needs to do and the Dodgers are spend a lot of money this offseason partly and so to hopefully acquire otani next season but obviously they didn't i knew they were going to make some moves because they knew there wasn't going to be a lot of monetary value there you bring a guy like lance lynn over to your team just like you said the, the pitching wasn't quite where it wanted to be there's young guys there you bring a guy like that onto the squad he's not only going to be good as far as being a pro And knowing what to do in those situations and and working with the catchers, but a better presence to lead them into the postseason in a very surprising NL West battle or lack thereof. I think it's a great addition for the Dodgers. Sucks that the A's have to have to face him, but just because of his presence alone. And and I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's a great addition for the Dodgers because I knew they were going to make a lot of moves knowing there wasn't a lot of monetary value for them um, over the last season or so.
7: Yeah, I I, everything you said, I agree. I just think that the A's have an opportunity to get to fifty wins now, especially with the fact they still got Detroit and Kansas City on their schedule, um, you know, at home. So I think that's you know that's a good thing, and and, you know, getting to fifty wins now that they're at thirty, it's just not impossible. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, they got a lot of games with, you know, with teams that like Washington and Kansas City and the White Sox and God knows, you know, Detroit uh, at and those are teams, I think they match up well, like they proved this series against Colorado.
3: Yeah, no, and I, and you know, it was interesting, Robert, um, I I noticed, and by the way, thank you so much for the call, but I, I do know that when it comes to the A's, the opposing teams look forward to facing the A's because of the ego boost that it can contribute to the opposers, and that's when the Yankees come into town, that's when the Red Sox come into town, not always, doesn't always pan out that way, but that's the mentality, we flipped the script in that because it's no different. The A's get that ego boost at the plate with the bats when it comes to not only playing against course, playing at course field, but you saw the lack of defensive capabilities that the Rockies had and the A's jumped on it. And it was really cool to see that it wasn't just them depending on not only the fact that it's a course high altitude, but it was hot today. And yesterday, Dan Shreley, he stopped by the show. He said, you know, it was also cool to see that some of these balls were dropping in the infield, in front of the outfielder. So they weren't just depending on the long ball. So it was certainly good to see. And sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the opposing pitcher. So thank you for the call there. And, and Cody, let's talk about that once again, because I feel like Dan Dan brought up a really good point. And that's what I was trying to tell you um, in, in, in on the break was Dan Straley stopped by the show and he said he was impressed by the way that the A's were able to work on the situational hitting. And I feel like that definitely separates, I don't want to say the man from the boys, but the young guys are having those mature at-bats. Geloff, of course, went off last night. And then you said Soderstrom's figuring things out. Those two are the guys, you know, getting brought up together. But you want to have those. Situational hits, find the gaps, and not just depend on the long ball because you want to get guys on base, you want to hit them in as well. It was good to see all of that kind of working together and looking like those aggressive, mature at bats.
4: Yeah, for sure. And, and going back to something Robert said quickly, the A's are fans, facing Lancelin on Tuesday, and Lancelin is going up the most home runs in Major League Baseball with 28. So now he's coming to the National League and he's has got to pitch in the NL West with some. Again, you've got to pitch a course field and 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 chase field. So we'll see how many home runs he gets up on the year. But uh, the A's are kind of relying on the home run. You know, they have 30 wins and in 22 of those wins, they have at least one home run. Uh, they only have eight wins when they only hit when they don't hit any home runs. So they're kind of relying on the home run a little bit still. Not as much as the years when the team was really good under Bob Melvin and, and Simeon and Chapman and Olsen were all here when the team was, you know, in the top five in the American League and home runs. But with Colorado coming into the series they were a top five team in the national league and I think all of major League baseball and and defense and we saw the first game on Friday that they were just kicking and throwing the ball all over the place and you saw today Ryan McMahon is an elite defender he leads he's baseball such an
3: elite defender
4: defensive run saved leader uh he he's having a great year on on defense the Rockies aren't very good I know they they're the I guess but record wise they I think they if I didn't know, I don't know if the Nationals ended up winning, but they were the worst team when it came to wins in the National League. But they had forty, and if the and Robert was mentioning getting to fifty wins, if the A's would have won today, they would be on pace for forty-seven. I think they go over. I think they get close to fifty for sure because you got Washington, you got St. Louis, who's who's trading people away. You know, Jordan Montgomery's gone, Jordan Hicks is gone. Who knows what they do with Arenado and, and Goldschmidt if they if they hold on to them or trade them. Dylan Car uh, uh, Dylan Carlson. So they could still make move, and you still got to play Colorado, or still got to play Detroit. You still got to play Kansas City. So there's some there's some winnable games left for the A's coming up. But to see the young guys and see what they did last night, like Seth Brown had a great game, and, and a lot of guys contributed for the A's offense. And I know they didn't today, but getting the bats going has been a good thing. And maybe coming to Coors was a good thing heading into a series where you're going to be facing a very good Dodger team that could add Justin Verlander maybe by uh by the by the deadline on Tuesday who knows I know that's a team that's he's linked to so it's gonna be fascinating going into call uh to Dodger Stadium to see what they look like come Tuesday
3: I read somewhere I'm gonna try to track it down during the break but I think we are no longer and maybe Townie mentioned this too the A's are no longer looking at the A's being comparative to the Cleveland Spiders because of yeah
4: it's yeah it's it's correct uh the A's are, with the 47 wins, there's no there's no Cleveland Spiders, no 62 Mets, no 2003 Detroit Tigers who won, what, 40, they were 43 and 119. So that was 20 years ago that Detroit team was that bad. So I think the A's are on pace to go well above 43 wins. I know 47 isn't well above, but that's still above 40, 43. So that's, like I, I've mentioned it before, just moving past that talking point of this could be a historically bad team is a good point, is a good thing. And Let's not forget Kansas City's not that far ahead of the A's in the standings. It's not like the Royals are having a great year, and they have a lot of young talent on their team that are struggling. I mean, I know Bobby Wood Jr. hit a walk, I think he hit a walk off grand slam last night, but they're struggling. So the A's could still finish with a better record than Kansas City, which would be awesome to see because not a lot of people saw that coming. You know, entering July, most likely.
3: Yeah, so it's 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 good to not have that bad of a season, and it's frustrating for us, Cody. It's like. I know people who aren't constantly paying attention to the A's, the ins and outs. Obviously we live and breathe this team because we have to for work, but we're so de- defined by a number and that's wins. That's losses. That's that's JP Sears lack of wins. It doesn't mean he's a bad pitcher at all. It's just, it is what it is. You don't sometimes have the defensive support. You don't have the offensive support for your own team and everything in between, but there are so many good positives to take. I feel like good positives is is redundant, but there's so many positives to take away from this team. uh, Most of which they're still figuring things out. And I mean, not not necessarily as a young person, we're talking about Ken Waldachuk, where does he fit in? James Caprillian. will he be back? You know, these types of questions of who they are and what they're going to be able to bring into a lineup and onto a team. Jessica Kleinschmidt and Cody Elias have you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. Coming up, we're going to hear from A's manager Mark Kotze on the A's Clubhouse Show, on the A's, on a's Cast in the A's Radio Network.
8: Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today.
0: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org.
1: This is Chris Townsend, and it is summertime. You want to look your best, and I can't tell you how excited I am. Commander Cody, we've got our new shipment from Link Soul, all the summer gear. So whether you're playing golf or you're going out for dinner, you're hanging out with your buddies, or you're going to the beach, go see our friends at LinkSoul.com. And right now, they have an offer where you can get 20% off. Go to LinkSoul.com. Remember, in the big leagues, look good, play good. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is A's Clubhouse.
3: Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Give us a call 833 625 2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias. Uh, the A's fall to the Rockies, two to zero. Don't quite get the the win there or the sweep there, but that's okay because there's definitely a lot of positives to take away from today's game. One of those positives being Luis Medina. He falls to three and eight on the season, but in five and a third. He tallies up six innings, gives, giving up six hits, but whatever, it's, it's course field. Two earned runs, no walks, though, Cody. So tell me a little bit about Medina and what's been working for him, especially I believe that slider's been working well for him as well.
4: Yeah, he had six strikeouts today in the five and a third. That's, that's six strikeouts, and they were all in a slider, and he had 12 swings and misses on a slider. It was working for him today. It's been his best strikeout pitch all year. I believe now has 33 strikeouts on his slider. It's been an awesome pitch for him. A hits he doesn't throw enough, and Tony and I have talked about this, and I believe I talked, we've talked about it with Ken Korak, he doesn't throw his curveball enough because hitters are only hitting 156 against his curveball, and he is a devastating curveball for a guy that throws 98 to 100 and then has a, a breaking ball like he does that's around 80 miles an hour. That's that's un, unfair for hitters, so I, I think he should use that more, but I thought he looked great today. And then if you, if you go back and look at his last three outings in 16 innings, he's allowed three earned runs, struck out 18, and has a 169 ERA his last seven outings at five starts, he's two and two in thirty-six and a third, twelve earned runs, thirty-nine strikeouts, and a two-ninety-seven ERA. So Medina is definitely figuring something out, and the ERA now on is down to five-thirty-five. I'm liking what I'm seeing from him, and, and the slider was his best pitch today. Like I said, six strikeouts on it. Hopefully, he can keeps building into that into his next start, which will probably be against the Giants. I would say so. A great start for Medina in Coors Field, and he's pitching deeper into games. I know five and a third is not deep. But in today's standards, five and a third is pretty good uh, for a young pitcher going deep in, deeper into a game.
3: If you're J.P. Sears, that's that's pretty deep. So that's good to know. Um, uh, that's great to see from Medina because I know there was that one point where he kept building off of these outings and off of these starts and things seemed to be working for him. But the stuff it was always there, Cody. The stuff had always been there. Maybe like we talked about earlier, sometimes the numbers don't, characterize what a guy's able to do but to go out and did what he did today at course field is definitely great against the team that plays at course field all the time so that's good to know chris Townsend joins us good to have you townie and townie you know let's talk about luis medina a little bit uh, uh, cody talked about him a little bit and just like what he's able to do the stuff is always there six strikeouts five and a third And Cody said that may not seem like a long outing or going into the innings for a a long outing, if you will, but he's looking really good as a plate.
1: No doubt. He, 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 he is growing in front of our eyes. And, you know, one of the things that I thought about going into this game is normally we used to panic with young pitchers pitching at Coors field because of elevation, But all you need to think about is, and Jessica, you can speak to this being from Reno and calling games in Reno. Uh, When you're in AAA, you play in Colorado Springs, you play in Reno, you're playing down uh, in thin air in the desert. You're used to crazy uh, atmosphere situations. So... These guys have been playing for the Aviators. It shouldn't be odd playing in Denver the way it used to be for rookies. So he's got to know going into this that the curveball is not going to play like it normally does. In elevation, you don't get as much spin on your 12-6 curveball. So the slider is a more reliable pitch. He used that a lot today. Uh, You know, you'd see that he used a lot of backdoor sliders against left-handed hitters. All the strikeouts today were on sliders. So he was feeling it today. And, you know, just the way that we're going to handle these pitchers, other than Jessica, remember yesterday we talked about, huh, Paul Blackburn got to go one extra inning and got to go over 100. Hmm, I wonder why to where, you know, an outing like this, you know, all of a sudden he gave up that double and Scott Emerson went out and you're like, why are they, it's one hit. Next year the bullpen was up and. You know, we pull guys way too early, but I uh, I agree with Cody. Uh, I, I think the development of Medina has been absolutely fantastic.
3: Yeah, and that's been good to see. And that's ultimately what they, what they want. You know, they want to see the development. And at this point of the season with this team, that's really all you can ask for. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I would have to go interview pitchers after an outing in Reno, Nevada. So when they had a ballooning 10 ERA, they wouldn't sweat it. What but a ten ERA, whatever. Dallas Keuchel, I think, has a career ten plus ERA at <laughs> Greater Nevada Field. But it was always fun to talk to the the hitters after that. I know that it was always great, definitely fun games to call there. And you know, speaking of hitting, Tony Brent Rooker finally figuring things out, and so is Ramon Laureano. You know, Ramon Laureano is one of the guys who's always in trade talks. And with the deadline fast approaching, that's somebody that people are looking at as well. And we're never worried about Ramon Laureano from a defensive standpoint. He always manages to figure some things out, but what can we talk about? What can you say about what do you like from him at the plate?
1: Which one Rooker or Laureano?
3: Let's do both. We can start with, with Rooker and then go to Laureano.
1: I, I, I'm glad that we're seeing confidence again with Brent Rooker. I think you'd see it just in his body language. You know, when things weren't going well for him and he was swinging through everything, he was behind fastballs, swinging over all breaking balls. All of a sudden, he wasn't seeing fastballs anymore, really, and it was just punch out after punch out. We're now seeing him drive the ball the other way, and even at some of his outs, I mean, he almost goes deep today. You think about that play that Grichik made on him in the sixth inning where he full-out dived right there and robbed him. So we're seeing him drive the ball to all fields. That's been really good for Rooker. But I think you can really just tell by his body language that the that it's just different. And for Laureano, he seems healthy. And I just wonder how many teams – probably we're at that point jessica because what it's it's uh it's sunday the trading deadline's three o'clock pacific on tuesday so right now you've probably gone out there maybe you wanted cody bellinger but all of a sudden the cubs have pulled him back or whoever you're Mm -hmm. looking at maybe you wanted to be on somebody else an outfielder and you can't get that deal well to me, it's going to be like Monday, late Monday, early Tuesday, where next thing you know it's going to be you're going to think about the, the cell phone of David Force, We're going to think of Feinstein. We're going to think of all these guys in the front office for the athletics. Billy O, where their phones are blowing up, where people are going, all right, we weren't able to get so-and-so, but what about – and I think is one of those guys because Loreano has playoff experience, uh, maybe it is Rooker, maybe it is Loreano, maybe it is Tony Kemp. I mean, whoever it may be, the A's will be players. If they are going to be players, they're going to be players late Monday night, early Tuesday morning.
3: So here's the thing that I want to know is, I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm okay with the fact that Tony Kemp, you know, and these guys deserve these possibilities on a playoff team. Obviously, a veteran presence is always good. If they don't get traded, Why?
1: If they don't get traded, that's a bad sign because it means there's more buyers than sellers, and that means there's desperate buyers, and it means the teams that are trying to get into the postseason, the teams are playing who are trying to play for it all because even the teams that are on the outside looking in right now but believe they're buyers – Everybody wants to say we're going to be like the Philadelphia Phillies of last year. Just get in and you can make a run. So if you have all these teams that want to make moves, they want to get better, and no one came calling and no one wanted to make a deal from one of our, for one of our guys, now it's kind of like, and I hate to say this because I have so much respect for everybody who plays this game and puts this uniform on because we know how hard this game is, but it becomes like a death march. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, okay, none of the guys moved. How long are we going to watch guys hitting around 200? And then we're going through August, and then you're going to have all the people calling up this show right here at eight three three six two five two two seven eight, and they're all going to say, bring me Butler. Bring me her nigh, her nays, bring me Brett Harris. And I even want Denzel Clark and all these names are, we want to see the young guys. It's the September call-ups. And here you have these veterans that have been here all year hitting 200. I it's it, that will, it will not be pretty.
3: I, it it kind of reminds me of like, and I was just talking to Cody about it. All these guys want to get hot during the trade deadline. It's like, I don't even know how to say it. like, all of a sudden I'm going to start going to the gym I'm going to start working out more. I'm going to start New year's start,
1: resolution.
3: My new year's resolution, for <laughs> so for the first month of this of the year, I'm going to use that yeah. gym membership till you wouldn't believe. Come February though, you won't be seeing me around.
1: Yeah, or Come or, or it's kind of like summer's coming and you're like, "Wow, man, it's May. I got to get into bikini shape, right?"
3: Yeah. And then by the time June comes around, you're on your fourth hoagie and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. I've dieted for a full eight hours straight before. So don't come at me coming up. We're going to take more of your phone calls, Greg and slow. I see you eight, three, three, six, two, five, two, two, seven, eight here on the A on A's cast and the A's radio network. This is the A's clubhouse show.
9: Or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's.
0: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org.
2: your engine with Syntec full synthetic motor oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. SynTech is designed for today's engines to dissipate heat and reduce friction and wear. Get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a MicroGuard select oil filter for just $33.99 plus two times O rewards points. Limits apply. Choose SynTech exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: Tonight, I've got a bonfire at the lake with friends. First, I need a spritz of my off clean feel. My summer style is all about fun and not about... I don't need Mosquito Bite Red clashing with this crochet top. It's purple. It's bright. I could definitely pair it with my Amethyst eyeshadow palette. The best part is, ugly mosquitoes won't be messing with my fiery vibes. With Off Clean Feel, I've got eight hours of not-sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with Off Clean Feel. SC Johnson, a family company.
9: Three, two, been swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep.
3: You're listening to A's Cast.
5: And the Kush to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up of the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate, is offline, and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base.
3: This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. We're going to talk more trade deadline, but first, let's hear from Greg over there in Slow. Hey, Greg.
2: What's up, guys? What's going on? Um, I'm actually not in Slow. I'm in Pine Mountain, California. Oh, you're cool in Pine place. Mountain.
3: Okay. Well, my bad. Vacation it's time. Just,
2: it's a habit. I even I make time for you guys on vacation. That's how much I love you guys.
3: Okay. I would not do the same, Greg. Not going to lie. So I yeah,
1: appreciate I mean, it. <laughs> I, I, I technically would admit that, but go ahead, Greg.
2: Oh, come on. T- Townie Towney- loves me so much. You know he's texting. He- Tony can't wait to talk to me. That's a fact.
1: I, you know what? Towney- I've been thinking yeah. about that. You know, I was actually looking at Dave Stewart, and the whole time I was looking at Dave Stewart, I said, what's Greg going to call in about? <laughs> uh. Oh,
2: Tony just rubs it in, man. Just rubs if it. Tony
3: and I are in a deep conversation. He's like, I wonder what Greg's gonna call. What is Greg gonna
1: call me? I was I was just, texting Jessica during the game, like, when do you think Greg will call? It? And where will he call from?
3: I could literally be complaining, like I just cut myself and I'm bleeding. He's like, you know, I wonder what Greg's going to <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jess don't feed into that don't listen to Tony, come on you're supposed to be on my side here let's go
3: you're right I'm sorry I forget sometimes
2: you know the trade deadline it's interesting because if you're a team that's looking at the A's it's it's really a role that dies because you're thinking you know what do I want to give up a prospect for a Tony Kemp when the A's just might DFA him you know what I mean like I don't know if the A's are going to DFA anybody I'm just saying I think that's a little bit of the cat-and-mouse game with us at the deadline and other teams kind of looking at a Rooker or a Paul Blackburn. Um, obviously, I don't think a Paul Blackburn would get DFA'd, but when you talk about these difficult conversations that, that got to be had if guys aren't dealt, I mean, that's when other teams could, could step in and, 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 you know, snag a guy. I don't think the conversations are that difficult because, you know, if we're going young, let's go young, and it's a business. I mean, these guys are grown men. They make good money. I mean life goes on. I understand personality-wise, you know, you guys are close with the players. You obviously, you know, are, are are part of the organization, a big part of the organization. So, it's tougher for you guys as a fan. You know what? I don't give a rats. Get them out of here, get the young guys in, but it, it's I think it's good. that's that's not only part of the interesting part of the trade deadline is is going to be the cat and mouse game with teams going like, do I wait? You know, why would I give up you know, not, not, that, not that we're going to get any, any high-end prospects for any of our guys anyways, but still, if you're a team, you're like, you know, maybe we wait on the A's. You know, why, why, why give something up when guys might be DFA'd anyways? So, you know, that, that's, that's one kind of interesting thing that but I'm that's looking not, at. But that's um, not
1: how teams operate. That's not how teams do business. If you want somebody, if there's somebody that you've said, I just I'll take Tony Kemp, for example. You maybe have a need – where you say, you know what, I got guys banked up. I got guys on the IL. I need somebody that can play outfield, play infield, maybe not play every day. And that's Tony Kemp's best when he doesn't play every day, but he feels fills a need of can play infield, can play outfield. He can pinch run, pinch hit. Uh, he, there's a lot of different things he can do. That's your mentality is, okay, I'll find somebody in my organization They'll give me a list. I'll give them a list. But you're not sitting there going, well, I'm just going to sit and wait, and at some point they may DFA a I mean, that's not really how teams do business.
2: Well, I just – you're not going to get more than a bag of balls anyways for Tony Kemp. So maybe to your point, a team's like, who cares? I mean, I'll give up a guy that's, that's not even on the radar, and, you know, the A's aren't going to get more than that from any other team. So, I, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess I see your point there, Tony. Um I don't know. It's just, it, like, like you said, it's just a, it's kind of a weird trade deadline this year because there's big names, like a Scherzer got moved, and you got, you know, guys, you know, like you said, the A's are kind of not A, B, C. They're more like, you know, X, Y, Z as far as priority lists with other teams because, you know, uh, maybe a Brent Rooker. But, you know, the, the guys just aren't hot. You know, our, our, our veteran guys that we signed have been terrible all year. So it, it's, it's – again, the cat and mouse game is going to be interesting. As far as today goes, you know what? You chalk it up. We took two out of three. That's exciting. I'm a little ticked off at Kotze that he didn't pinch it for Nick Allen with the bases loaded. I mean, I don't know what more evidence we need that Nick Allen can't hit. Um, that was a big spot to, to pinch it for him there. So I was, I was disappointed in Kotze that he didn't make that move because, you know, like I said, Nick Allen couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. So not really sure why that, that move wasn't made, but you know Rooker almost got it. I'm I'm glad to see him hitting again. And you know I've been as hard on Rooker as anybody. But you know when it's all said and done, end of the year, if you see Rooker with 20 22 home runs and a you know a chunk of RBIs, I think that ends up being a pretty good year. I mean hell, he's an all star.
3: Yeah, and and I I feel like I knew Brent was going to figure it out as things went on. And you know like I was just talking and once again, Greg from Slow who isn't in Slow right now. Thanks for thanks for calling in, but I. I'm curious when it comes to these guys, how do you evaluate these veteran, these veteran presences, presences, when they, I feel like of all people, they know the ebbs and flows of the season will get hot during a certain time. How do you evaluate that compared to when Brent was hot and when he was cold, he's getting warmer those types of things. Like, how do you evaluate that as it could help you potentially in a postseason run? And I know, uh, Townie, you had, you know, Saris on A's Total Access, but also on A's Cast Live talking about the fact that maybe Tony Kemp went from being not so valuable to think about him just on the bases in a very important high leverage situation or an injury occurs. You have a guy who can be an infielder, be an outfielder, definitely amazing guy for the clubhouse. You can pick and choose your battles and how these guys could help you out. But you could also change the narrative, which we've been doing all season, Tony. change the narrative on these guys. And it's, t- Tony Kemp was one of them. You guys wanted him in AAA at one point, and now he's a possible trade shift. These things are crazy how this, this season works out, Tony.
1: Well, if somebody came to you right now and said I'll give you whatever for Brent Rooker, I don't know how you don't do that deal. Totally. He's 28 years old. He found lightning in the bottle the first part of the season. The players voted him into the All-Star game. I mean, Commander kept sending me, "Hey, the last 30 days, last 40 days. He was hitting a buck 80." I mean, it was bad. Now he's found it again, and if people like that the bat speed is back and that he's driving the baseball, if you could move him, move him. He's 28 years old. I mean, you said it earlier, Jessica, and you hit the nail on the head. In the end, Tyler Soderstrom got a hit today. That's important. Mm-hmm. Geloff got four more at-bats today. That's important. Playing the young guys and having the young guys Hopefully, getting better, no matter what the outcome of the game is. Them getting the experience is what matters long term. We're not gonna we're not gonna look back on this this series in Colorado three years from now if Geloff and Soderstrom and these guys are carrying the team. And who knows? Geloff looks like he could be such a good player with all the extra base hits, the athleticism, stolen bases. Are you gonna care what happened in Colorado and? 2023 in midsummer no no one's going to care about this so that in the end really is what matters the the thing for me today if i could say one thing that i just go what if we could create a segment what are we doing that would be the segment what are we doing Uh, my (laughs) what are we doing moment today is jordan diaz is more and more becoming like an Al Davis wide receiver draft pick to me. And just to explain it, Al Davis loved 40 times, and he loved speed. He loved guys that could take the top off of the defense, as they like to say. Problem was, a lot of them were speed guys, but they weren't great at catching the football. They weren't great at running routes. They weren't great at reading defenses. So they weren't great wide receivers. So I know Jordan Diaz is young, and there's at times where you say, oh, he's got the hit tool, like when he hits three home runs at Yankee Stadium. But there's no place to play him. Did you guys see the first play of the game where he makes an error at first base? And that's where I'm like, I I know he made two two scoops today on a Letmus Diaz because he's terrible at third, throwing the ball in the dirt. But Jordan Diaz doesn't, doesn't have a place to play. Doesn't run well, doesn't, doesn't have a good feel for the game. Yeah, he has a hit tool. Kind of reminds me of the wide receiver that Al Davis, Al Davis would draft where you say, look at his 40 time, look how fast he is. I don't know why Tyler Soderstrom is not playing first, day first base every single day that Ryan Noda is on the IL. If you want to catch him at times, okay, but why was he not playing first base today? He needs to learn because that could be his future home. Jordan Diaz, I don't know what his future is. I know this could be Tyler Soderstrom's future position, so why not play, play him there as much as possible?
4: Are you saying that Jordan Diaz is the next Darius Hayward Bay, or where are we going with this? I didn't
1: want to go DHB, but if you want to go DHB, that is fine.
4: But I'm with you when we've talked about this. Before. Do you like I think- that
1: analogy, by the way, Cody?
4: Yes, I do. And, yes, I saw the first play of the game. First person I thought of when he dropped that ball was you. I'm like, because, like, why is he playing? Your Soderstrom should be playing first base. Like, we talked about it how many times. I get you need to pl- have somewhere for him to play, but, I don't know, put him at third base and and put Soderstrom at first and let and give uh, let Ms. Diaz a day off and let all the young guys play. I, I, I just, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you.
1: I, if you said, Jordan Diaz, we're going to figure out whether you can play third base or not. Play, but the problem is. You signed Jace Peterson to two years. You signed Aletmus Diaz to two years, along with the bad deals of Jesus Aguilar and Drew Rusinski, and now you're stuck, and now you're stuck.
4: Yeah, the, the, the only nice saving things is, uh, I, t- I ask Ken about him, is uh, Angel Felipe's look pretty good in, in the small sample size for the A. so there's a small win there with a reliever.
1: Yeah, I'll give me yeah. that. I mean, now it's it seems like he's the new guy that's going to pitch a ton and burn out. So he's Lucas Ersig, but two
4: 0.
3: You're you're like you just want to compare things today, Cody. That's comparison, Cody. Today.
1: Well, uh, d- d- I would go. How about Domingo Acevedo, the guy that went from ten appearances to the next oh. year's seventy?
4: Uh, now he's just a tri- now he's just toiling away in AAA because he yeah. was wasn't very good. The- I picked him to be our war leader this year. Well, that's not really working. I think none of those predictions. I don't think any of those predictions that we all made at the beginning of the season are really panning out for any of us right now. Did Did
3: did you
1: keep them, by the way?
4: I have them somewhere. I mean, I have the audio of it still. So did I do
3: a prediction at all?
1: Yeah, Yeah, we did. uh, Okay.
3: Maybe I'm just trying to block that out. Yeah, Um, I don't think
1: you want to remember. I, 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 not not one of us, I think, is even close on anything. I totally. remember
4: I said, I said Diaz would lead, would lead the team in home runs. That's not happening. Tommy Did said mean- he, him. he hasn't hit one yet.
1: Yeah, I had oh. Sodi doing it. it well, I mean, uh, Sarge, Seth Brown, by the way, not, I know your love for Tony Kemp, Jessica, but that trying to steal second base in the eighth inning, once again, just dumb stuff coming back to haunt the ace. Why would you – you're pinch hitting Seth Brown, who has the ability to tie this game up in one swing – by the way, you're in scoring position at Coors Field. The minute you step into the box, why is Tony Kemp trying to steal second base when that one run really is not the big deal here? The big deal is staying on first. Brownie hits it out, tie the game. You getting to second base is kind of irrelevant, and you get thrown out. And that I, I was just that was just a that was not a smart play.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's, and and I was talking to Feldy about this not too long ago. We have seen Tony Kemp make some errors defensively, too. Um, And not just the way that, we know he's a good defensive player. Yeah, Situationally, he's made some errors defensively. So that's stuff that we've definitely seen as well. You don't have to, I mean, I'm, I'm realizing that tony might be a trade chip i'm kind of i have to detach myself a little bit townie i think i I, I, and i
1: think i mean what what if tony kemp got traded and won a world series ring i mean think about it i mean that's that that's what you always have to think about Mm -hmm. when guys move on and you think about situations you just always think think the best for him. what i mean look at take a Letmus diaz last year you won a world series ring with the houston astros you just always think you know everybody always wants to remember the, the glory of the, of the star players. But, you know, there's a lot of other guys that participate, and they get World Series rings too, and it's the chance of your career to, you know, the biggest stolen base in baseball history and one of the greatest runs of all time. They were down 0-3 ALCS. No one has ever been down 0-3, and they're 03, down 0-3 to the Yankees. And next thing you know, Dave Roberts steals arguably the biggest stolen base in the history of baseball, and they come back. And, and Dave Roberts will always be remembered in Boston. And what did he do? He stole a base, one base. I mean, it's huge. Like, role players play huge parts in winning championships.
3: Yeah, and that's what's interesting, too, is, is when we talk about even, like, the new rules, that's why the playoffs might add a couple of seconds to the pitch clock because you want these pitchers – to give them a chance really catch their breaths and that's why they're getting rid of the ghost runner you don't want to put them in these situations that they know are high leverage or make or breaks because you get the bottom of the ninth two outs game seven world series type of vibe and that feeling and that's important you know so oh yeah let's let's revisit that ray jensen said jesus aguilar would lead the team in home runs that was his prediction I don't hate that prediction. I probably made the exact same prediction or Seth Brown. It's okay. Coming up, we've got more to go over. We also going to do our scoreboard, and then we're going to take Mustang Matt's call, A's uh, 833-625-2278 here on the A's Clubhouse Show, A's Cast, and the
0: A's Radio Network.
1: It's summertime, and I can guarantee you, you probably need to redo your wardrobe. You, you want to look good, and you want to feel comfortable. This is Chris Townsend, and you got to go check out my friends at Link Soul. They've got all the finest fabrics. You're going to love the shirts, the polos, the shorts, you name it. Redo your look for summertime. Go to LinkSoul.com right now, and you can get an offer for 20% off. Remember, in the big leagues, to play good, you got to look good.
8: Now through September 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gig internet plus unlimited data for just $25 a month for 2 years with no annual contract. When you add Xfinity Mobile, go online, call 1-800-Xfinity or visit a store today. Requires PayPal plan and auto pay or store bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular supply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary.
6: Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
8: We're a family of six,
3: and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent.
6: From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit norcalhondadealers.com.
9: or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's.
8: First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high-rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today federally insured by ncua not one penny has ever been lost
4: hey billy
1: You're listening to the A's clubhouse show.
3: Welcome back to the A's clubhouse show. The A's fall two to zero against the Rockies, but do take the series here on A's cast and the A's radio network. Jessica Klein here with Cody Elias and Chris Townsend. We're going to go out to the phone lines. We have Mustang, Matt out in disco Bay. You want to talk about the pitching and the series win. Hi, Matt.
10: Hey, what's up everyone? Uh, yeah, first off, I just want to start off by saying that it's, it's great to see that we got a series win. I think that was a, a big takeaway that we took two of three, um, that we got to see a lot of timely hitting. Obviously, we took, uh, we we took advantage of some very poor play by the Rockies. But uh, I, I also wanted to say that, you know, seeing Medina pitch today, even though he didn't get the result he wanted uh, as far as, you know, uh, maybe trying to catch a win, um, I think, as far as a team effort, there were some things that kind of slipped up that made that a little bit more difficult. but um for me, watching him, especially in the last three or four starts, I've I definitely noticed have- the fact that like it seems like his stuff is there i think i think uh, I think Dave story also talked about this the post game i I really want to see his mental game like once that catches up to some of his physical ability, I think there's a very good chance. Um, that we will be able to, you know, rely on him as as being, you know, a possible a starter in the future, next two three years. Um, yeah. But you know, when, when we see, like the like the last, um, I think the two questions I had. Um, number one, are we gonna are we gonna go young all the way? Like, are we gonna see, you know, Blackburn Kemp Rooker. Uh, Seth Brown or maybe even Gianno. like we had to have a proposition bet and be like, hey, which of these players are still going to be here? I feel like three of the five names I just gave are going to be gone. I, I don't know. I just kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Um, and then the last question is um, when are Noda and Ruiz going to come back?
3: Well, thanks for the Matt. So Ruiz, I believe they wanted to have him in back-to-back games playing in Triple A um and he played the night before last night and i believe he did well he got a triple and, and and he was figuring those things out and it seemed like they wanted to just do back-to-back games so he'll be back soon nota they said three weeks and this was just his oral surgeon saying like you should probably sit out mind you the guy broke his jaw and then played that game and hit a home run in that game. And if it were up to him, he would have continued to play. But I think the oral surgeon did say about three weeks from the time that he got the injury. So still waiting on on that a little bit. Ruiz should be back pretty soon. We just haven't gotten the full info yet. The extra off day, I'm sure we'll be asking Mark Kotze come back or i'm going to come back for the dodgers series and then we'll get hopefully an update on james caprillion and i think the update for james caprillion is going to be whether he's going to continue to really play or not unfortunately it could be bad stuff there i know Tony and i have talked about that for a long time but let's talk about the trade deadline once again he mentioned some of the names and and well, tony well, I, I
1: i think there's no question you're gonna see ruiz in the dodger series okay that's yeah, good Yeah, ruiz should be back and by yeah. the way i think uh I think, you know, when when Jessica, you think about Cody and his predictions, they're always so good. Um, he had James Caprillion leading the team in victories, I believe.
4: Uh, that's correct, I did, and I went back and looked. Uh, you had Adam Aller. So, uh, we're, yeah. We're,
1: yeah. None Adam of us Aller was going to be my vulture coming out of the bullpen and getting Who was wins. mine?
3: Who was mine?
4: Uh, Jess, yours was.
1: Cap yours was also. Cap, so. Oh. Look at I all did, you I, going. Tra- you guys all went chalk with Ruiz and stolen bases.
4: Well, you did. You, you did Nikki Knox. <laughs>
1: Nikki, <laughs> Nikki, I Nikki did Nikki. Nikki
3: Nicky swipe it. I had it. Ramone, Didn't I? Didn't I have Ramon?
4: No, uh, you had Ramon yeah.
1: for uh, home runs.
4: Home runs. <laughs> uh,
3: who did I have for stolen bags?
1: Ruiz. Ruiz we all Ruiz, you Oh, okay. Gotcha.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: I I, I had Nikki swipe it.
3: Um, who else did? What else did we have?
4: We had home runs, steals, wins, saves, and war.
3: Who did we have for saves?
4: Uh, you had uh, Familia. I had Jimenez, and Tommy had Zach Jackson. Well, that's not working out great for any of us on that All one.
6: Right. Hey,
1: you know what? Zach, hey, Zach Jackson is still in the organization. It's right. He was in Stockton last night. Yes, I, I still have be. a guy in play. Yeah, Our well, prediction we'll next back.
3: season should be who's still in the organization. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, but no, um, Matt did bring up some of the the guys who were going to go, and we kind of mentioned them. But I have a really strong feeling that Ramon Loriana will not be on the A's come deadline. That's if, the guy. If that you would... had to
1: pick one guy, if you had to say, okay, since we're so since we're always in this list, if you had to pick one guy that you're betting your bank account on right now will not be here as of three o'clock Tuesday, who is it?
3: It would be Ramon Loriano for me. Really? Yeah, and because I've heard the one the one person who is always brought up on the A's for a rumor is is Ramon Loriano. Right, I and Cody, if I, you got
4: I think it's Sam Ball.
1: Oh I'm going Paul Blackburn.
4: It's a good one too. I, I I
1: well look 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 at Jordan Montgomery's off the board now. Marcus Stroman is going to be super expensive. Verlander, I mean, Verlander, Verlander's only. I mean, the whole Verlander thing's a whole different ballgame, right? He's got the no trade. He is only going to go to certain places, probably either Houston or L.A. I mean, where do you go from there if you need starting? Everybody needs, everybody needs starting pitching. Every single team that thinks they're in it needs starting pitch, including who, Who lately has been the perfect trade partner for the A's? Who lately? Braves. That's one. Another one. Rangers. New York Yankees. Yankees. And who needs starting pitching? Yeah. Yankees. I mean, so it's like –
3: People are whatever about the suspensions because people forget Frankie Montas was suspended for steroids too. So people last season were very much like, well, they're worried about Ramon being attached to steroids, but people forget about Montas. So people need to think about that as well. People forget about that stuff. What
1: are the Yankees? I mean, the Yankees are in last place. They need, they need a lot of stuff. I mean, to really Mm -hmm. get back in it, their offense has been brutal I know Judge is back, but the offense has not been good. The pitching hasn't been great. And they, they, you know, that's the thing, you know, talking with Dave Stewart today, you know, because he's close to Dusty Baker. It's just like some of these organizations like the Yankees and the Astros and, you know, these years of being in, in competition for the postseason over and over again, you don't have a lot in your minor league system. So it's, you know, when you say, yeah, go out and get somebody, I mean, what do the Yankees at this I mean – you think of guys like Sears and Waldachuk and Medina, they weren't even top prospects, and the A's got them. What's even left in the Yankee system?
3: Yeah.
4: Pitching-wise, not much. I mean, all their best guys are position players.
1: Well, Volpe like, was their guy, and, you know, obviously he's up at the big league level. But, I mean, they just don't have, you know, I mean, you just don't have Acuna's brother just went for uh, Kendall Graveman. From the Astros system, I mean, it's just like the the it's very tough right now to to evaluate. You know, so a lot of these teams have been winning. They don't have great farm systems. But then again, as Cody we pointed out the other day, you know, most teams you can look at their drafts, and all these drafts had all their top prospects, and the majority of these guys never make it to the big leagues. Not only on the team that drafted them, but the rest of baseball.
4: Yeah. yeah I'm- I'm looking right now, the Yankees' top five prospects in their system are all position players. There's three mm-hmm. outfielders, a ca- a catcher. There's a catcher if you want to get him from Paul Blackburn. No, and, no. We only right.
3: have 14 catchers. No. We could benefit from 15.
4: No, And then the rest, the guys after that are right-handed pitchers. So the numbers yeah. six through nine are, are pitchers in the Yankee system. So I don't know. I I, I think all the guys that we mentioned are guys uh, that, that could be dealt. I mean, Jason Alletta, I mean, I know a lot of people, a lot of fans will like to see them traded, but they have an extra year, and I don't know if teams are going to want that extra year.
3: Yeah, but I, I think more teams aren't intimidated. They're not intimidated by that extra year either.
4: Yeah, because they're they're team friendly. It's not. It's like team their-
3: friendly, and look at these guys. Like that's that's a guy you wouldn't mind because there's different things you can do with Jace. There's different things you can do with Alletta. It's not like you have a designated spot for them. So that's interesting. Let's go over these scores. Uh, I'm kind of shocked by this one, guys. Uh, we're going to take a look at the out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. The Reds, nine. The Dodgers, zero, you guys. Reds had 14 hits in that game. Dodgers got an error. Ashcraft gets the win in that. The Diamondbacks fall to the Mariners, four to zero. Luis Castillo gets his seventh win of the season 288 ERA. Do you remember at the beginning of the season where we weren't sure about Castillo County? We are like what's going on? A month in we're like I don't get this is the Castillo that we're used to. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on somebody's fantasy team.
3: <laughs> there it is. The Cubs and the Cardinals yeah. went at it once again. 3 to 0 the Cardinals defeat the Cubs. Mats gets his second win of the season. And Hendricks gets his fourth loss of the season. Cardinals five to zero. I'm sorry, uh, the Guardians five to zero over the White Sox. Kopek gets his fourth loss of the season. Or sorry, the 10th loss of the season. My goodness. Royals two to one over the Twins in. Kansas City, just like you uh the Royals continued there to every now and then win a game. The Rays and the Astros, they're still playing each other. The Rays defeat the Astros 8-2. Tigers fall to the Marlins eight to six. Robertson gets his 15th save of the season in that matchup. Nationals, Mets, Mets defeated the Nationals 5-2. Verlander, who right now is on the Mets, <laughs> 6-5 with a 3-15. ERA Kalea win
1: number
3: two fifty. Wow! Look at that. Do you think he's gonna? Where is he gonna go? Where do you think he's gonna go? Because I know we talked about the rumor of the Astros obtaining him, but that doesn't look to be the case. Because I heard front office said they are not looking for starting pitching. Where does he end yeah. up? Is he? What, what's the deal?
1: I think he ends up in Houston. Really? Yeah, I know Dana Brown. I was listening to today the the actual front office show on SiriusXM. Dana Brown, their GM, was on there today. Um, Yeah, they they, they need starting pitching, and Stroman's going to cost a lot. He's younger. He's 32 years old. He's a rental. A lot of the, the blueprint for getting Verlander is the blueprint you just saw with Texas with getting Scherzer. It's about taking the money. You mm-hmm. got takes a lot of that money, but I, you know, for Verlander, doesn't it kind of make sense if he's going to waive the no trade? You go back to the team that you just won the Cy and the World Series with. They know you, you know them. It's very comfortable. It's like, hey, sorry you left for a few months. You know, James Click. There was, you know, there, there's quite a few. I'm learning that James Click wanted to make moves. And there's reasons why James Click is no longer there anymore. And Jim Crane already reacquired one of those guys in Kendall Graveman. And I'm not going to be shocked if if Jim Crane goes out. The owner, the owner calls the shots right now and he reacquires Justin Verlander.
3: Yeah, the uh, Rangers and the Padres are in the top of the eighth inning with the Padres up one runs. It's four to three right now in the top of the eighth. Red Sox and Giants are tied at the bottom of the ninth at three. Flores is at the play at the moment. We have an off day tomorrow, Um, so the guys are going to have a lovely off day in Los Angeles. So we're going to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Just because we have an off day doesn't mean you shouldn't be listening to everything going on. Ace Cast 24-7 coverage there. All of our previous interviews and all the good stuff. I love to relive those memories. I heard Dave Renetti earlier on Ace Cast County. That was great to listen to. What's going on on uh, Tuesday for... Dodgers, as far as Ace Cast Live goes, guys.
1: That is a great question, Cody. What is going on on Tuesday?
4: Ace Cast Live, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all starting at four o'clock, four to six thirty. Ace Total Access is at 6 30. Pacific brought to you by Chevron. We're going to have Gene Tennis on Tuesday.
6: Nice. Talk,
4: talk about him going into the A's Hall of Fame on yeah. Sunday. Tardy Lancer is going to be on this week. We're going to have, we, we're efforting Jason Giambi as we speak. Um, I sent a text to David Force. I'm sure he's busy, so we'll probably have David Force as well. And uh, I got an email back from the Dodgers, looking like maybe Thursday last game we might have uh, Doc uh, Dave Roberts on the program as well. So That's a lot of coming up this week.
1: Well, we we need to we need to look into potentially some national guys for Tuesday because we're coming on one hour after the trade deadline.
3: I can look into that too.
1: Yeah, we we need to we need to get we need to get somebody in because uh, there's going to be some explaining to do. There's going to be teams who made the moves, and there's going to be teams that don't make the moves. Like what do the Padres do? The Padres right now, would you say, Jess? They're leading Texas four three in the what?
3: Um, it's the eighth, and it was four to three in the eighth.
1: I mean, they sweep the Rangers, they're still under five hundred. The deadline's here. Their television deal with Bally's is a total mess. They're losing out on something like twelve to fifteen million dollars on their TV deal. They're now hitting luxury tax heights that they've never hit before. People are talking about, well, if you get rid of Snell, you get rid of Hader, and you get rid of certain guys. You know, you can get under some of the one of the tax thresholds, and maybe get rid of Soto, and you know. I don't know. Are they they still going to be all in because of what they're expected? You know, their run differential and their expected record. I mean, there's a tough – there's some tough calls. So, on Tuesday, when we come on at 4 o'clock, there's going to be winners, there's going to be losers, and there's going to be some head scratchers.
3: We are all going to be winners on that day because we will all be listening and tuning in to Ace Cast Live. Do you like that? Did you like that, Tony? Boom. Okay, uh, the A's will head to Los Angeles to take on the lot, on the Dodgers, 7:10 Pacific time for first pitch. Friend of the program, friend of Ace Total Access, presented by Chevron, Lance Lynn gets the start for the Dodgers in his new garb against us. We haven't made an announcement for our starter yet, but that looks to be a very interesting matchup. We'll see what Lance Lynn can do on that team. And we'll see how the Dodgers really shape up guys. I I'm, I'm curious to see how they do because, you know, they didn't make a lot of moves this off season and, and they're holding on to some money because maybe they're going to head and try for show. Hey, Otani this off season, that'll be an interesting market unless, you know, Otani just chills for a little bit or forever with a will, different,
1: will, will Nolan Arenado be starting at third base in that series for the Dodgers.
3: Ooh, I don't hate that. I just love how Nolan Arenado has always been 100% in charge of his career. He's, he's, he's wanted to, when he left the Rockies, he did it on his terms. Leaving the Cardinals eh? they're not, they're not doing well. I'm going to go elsewhere. He talks to the front office about it. That's baller.
1: Yeah. You got, uh, you got four years left on his deal after this season. He's Mm -hmm. age 32
3: hmm yeah it's a it's just a great ball player thanks to scott pastorina for keeping us you are the, i like to use this you are the tape that holds the spirit airlines plane together and i appreciate you for that cody and Tony, always a pleasure to work with you guys thank you all for stopping by the a's clubhouse show i'll see you at the ballpark
2: this has been a presentation of the
6: oakland athletics